Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. Three smiles as we open up the halftime break. I am Paul John Dykes and I'm dialing in Ian Conroy from New Zealand, Kevin McCluskey from Hungary. We're international, we're continental, we're a Celtic State of Mind and we're one nothing up. Kevin McCluskey, what's all this positivity? That was a decent first half performance. I think that was all right. Do you want some negativity? Because I'll give it to you if you want. No, 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 no. Keep that in your pocket. Right, anyway, we'll just go where that was a pretty decent first half, then. <laughs> um, but for long spells, it was. I'd say maybe until the last five, six minutes of the half when they started to cut us open a wee bit. We looked pretty good, and there was quite a few encouraging signs. Uh, Liam Scales thought he's had a really good first half. Mm. There's a pass he makes, um, I can't remember what minute it's in. 17 I've got it written down as he does it from inside his own half and he cuts out their midfield in the defence and he sends Kyogo in behind and you're just sitting there going it was delicious that's the pass we should be playing all season long mm-hmm. and uh, it worked you know we got him in he got a chance and then Kyogo himself he's looked like himself he's been playing yes. on the shoulder of the last defender yeah. which apparently Brendan's been telling him to do all season but I think that might be a fib because He's not been doing it all season, but tonight he has, and he's looked good. And we've started to try and play balls in early into the near post, the areas that he attacks, and it's working. It's funny that, eh? Play to your striker's strengths and you start to get somewhere. So, no, that's been a that's been a pretty decent first half for the, the most part. You know, admit that they're a good team, they have created chances, but listen... We went there and put in a really good first half performance, and we were one 0 down at half time. So let's take it this time, you know, decent first half, and we're one 0 up. 
I'll, I'll settle for that full time as well. Yeah, I absolutely would. I want to start off with uh, Kyogo. I think there's been a few people to, to discuss uh, with very good first-half performances. Scales have already mentioned, Kevin. Um, I think defensively uh, and also offensively, like you say, that, that through ball was, was brilliant. That was phenomenal. And it went through, uh, obviously, to the main man. I, I've counted six occasions, Ian, where Kyogo's been played through, and he's been played through from all over the park and from the midfielders as well as uh, the wingers and, of course, Liam Scales. And by the way, it was Liam Scales that won the penalty. I don't know if John Hartson knew that, but it was Liam Scales that won the penalty. Um, and I think that uh, Kyogo definitely looks as got a bit of life about him tonight, Ian. It's as if that he's had that rocket uh, being dropped, then the gaffer spoken about him at the presser, and he looks like the Kyogo of all tonight. I even won a header there in the box uh, with one of Feyenoord's final attacks. Um, I've liked what I've seen from Kyogo, but more than that, the way that the team are playing him in, we've been missing that all season. Yeah, I, th- I said that in the last last chat we had, I think it was, and it was like, because of this kind of, uh, we're, we're taking maybe five or six extra passes than mm-hmm. we, we used to before with Ange, we would, we would progress through the lines, you know, sort of much quicker. And what's happening tonight when we get it into him because he has that intelligence and he's got he's got the he's got the skill and the smarts to get his, to get his feet correct, you know, no matter how the ball's played, even if it's a bit of a bit of a not not the best particular pass, he always used to sort of find a, a, a way of sort of getting under control and you get a shot away. Um, so I like the fact that he's been yeah, he's, he's playing to his strengths. He's, he's on that he's playing the shoulder at rate, extremely high line. You can't, he couldn't play any higher, and he's finding those little intelligent. Pockets again, and um, so um, perhaps after Brendan has allowed that, so he's taken the muzzle off the team a little bit as well, and and and, and allowed them to sort of mm. play to those strengths. I don't know, um, but it certainly seems like that's happening tonight. Um, so more of the same, more of the same. Um, I think Welch has done all right. Um, yeah. I think he's do, he's done right. I like Bernardo since he's come on, and he's been quite quite tidy as well. Um, it's a patchwork team yet again, you know. And I think um, you know the, the, the original questions about Kyogo. It's brilliant news. I'm, 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 I'm elated and hopefully it carries on for the, for the rest of the half. But remember, Ange had this bedding period until the January transfer window in his first season as well. He so, um, Brendan said in his press the other day, it's just, it's just time to be calm. And he always says that. He always be calm. You know, and a few, few of our, you know, we're passionate. We love the team and we get a bit overexcited sometimes, but we just got to stay calm. You know, it's, we've got a, a group, good manager, we've got money in the bank. And he's going to bring some people in that he knows to help our, the boys that we've got at the moment. What you've got, Ian, I'm going to bring in some of these comments because it opens up some really good uh, points of discussion. What you've got is uh, we're in an age now where the conversations we're having right now, you're in New Zealand, I'm in Scotland, Kevin's in Hungary. This is a type of conversation you would have anywhere in the world in a bar watching uh, Celtic playing on a supporters bus on the way back from the game. Um, now that they're being broadcast, obviously some people still have them in the same way. They still have the same discussions in the same way uh, with, with a few beers and, and a few expletives along the way. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine. The way that Axon tries to approach this is with a level of balance, whereby, yes, you can get caught up in the emotional elements of winning or losing. I mean, we've done both uh, since Axon started this. And then inevitably what happens is, even if you're right, and I'm not saying we always are, Far from it. Even when you're right, if you're criticising Celtic, then you're going to have a massive amount of Celtic fans defending the club over you. Who you who you try to criticise? This is my football team. So I, I completely understand the dynamic 
um, of the reaction you get if you criticise the club, the manager, the individual player, the performance. But when you uh, are, are talking about every nuance of Celtic, every single kick of the ball, every game, to the point where you know how many touches various players have had because you're watching it and analysing it slightly differently, there are going to be criticisms. There are going to be criticisms. And there's a few comments coming through, some that I agree with, some that I don't. But I'm going to bring them up anyway so we can discuss them. And we've got Jamie coming in. Thanks for getting involved. If you want to comment on the YouTube channel, all you have to do is subscribe. It's free of charge. Give us a, a big thumbs up. Hit the notification bell. Click on the links underneath the ticket to support we, Jamie Tierney, or buy a couple of Johan Mialbi tickets and come and join us for a Christmas night out. Uh, we've lost a lot of attacking penetration since Awata went off. Callum McGregor definitely more effective further forward, in my opinion. Bernardo offering a press, and that's about it. Um, again, I'm going to go back to Alan. Alan comes in once a month onto Axon, fills my head full of numbers, and then disappears for another four weeks. Uh, but he gives me enough information and data to run with for that four-week period. And what he was saying last week is that Bernardo is a phenomenal player off the ball. We knew... Kevin, that Brendan Rodgers rated him because he was playing him in big games. He's played more Champions League minutes for Celtic than he has domestic minutes. This is the second time he's been called upon fairly early in a game. And he's a type of player you could probably get to the end of the game and think he was quite anonymous. But what Alan was telling me, he's doing a lot of the dirty work off the ball. He's he's blocking out space. He's, he's uh, creating space for McGregor and O'Reilly to thrive. So although I don't think it looks as though he's having a great game, He's pretty effective in the midfield as Bernardo in an understated way. Yeah, I'd say that that last word's probably the, the word to describe him. He's he's understated. He does a lot of that stuff that it is off the ball, it's blocking passing lanes, it's trying to create space for others. And sometimes you need a player like that in your team. When when he came on against Atletico in the first game, that's the one where you get that start of, was it 42 pressures in the game? So yeah. 42 times he blocked passing lanes, he stopped them from attacking us. <laughs> so that's that's massive in the team. But You don't notice it at the time though, Kev, do you? You don't notice these things at really. the time? No. no, you see him being a bit busy and he's he's all over the place at times. And sometimes you just think, Aye, he's all over the place. <laughs> There's no structure behind what he's doing, but there actually yeah. is. He's just getting into the right place to, to block a pass. And you don't see the pass because it doesn't come because he's he's cut the lane out before it gets there. So he's um he is a he's a useful player. But to go into what Jamie was saying, I, I think we've we've we're missing the water since he's gone off. And I'm not even sure so much if it's that McGregor's not been um as creative now. It's more that we're missing the natural uh, defensive midfielder that I think we're needing for this game. Because they've got some decent ball players in the midfield and a couple of times they've cut us open. And it's only been since the has gone off. When he was there, he was blocking them and, and stopping them. I don't I think uh, I think Bernardo's better at doing that further up the pitch, whereas Iwata does it in the like our defensive third. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, yeah, Bernardo, good player. Playing all right today. Iwata, bit of a miss. Now that he's off, and let's hope his injury isn't too serious. Yeah, I know that Hatati's on his way back, but uh, the last thing we need is another injury. You and Boyce not enjoying the first half as much. Uh, very strange, he says. Very strange half of football. We've been pretty poor. But one up as I write this comment. Yeah, you've always got to uh, qualify that, Ewan, because it can turn um, in a moment when it comes to Celtic, particularly in Europe as well. And here's another comment in relation to Stephen Welsh. He's been playing better than two Phillips put together. I think it's been a very difficult game for Welsh. I mean, I've seen the start of Ian. I like Stephen Welsh. I've, you know, from day one, I've liked him. I think that when he was introduced to the Celtic side, it was under difficult circumstances in that COVID season. Um, and, you know, I think that was really good for his character coming through that. He then had to prove himself all over again when Ange Postecoglou came in. And then he lost his place in the second season under Ange. He was really unfancied. And the strange thing happened with Stephen Welsh. There were teams interested in him on three different occasions, um, and we kept a hold of him. So th- there was something there, Ian, that we knew he was good at. We knew that there were qualities there, and they were attracting decent-level sides, a couple of sides from... Um, Italy won from France. I think it was Toulouse that was interested in him. And we kept a hold of him. Udinese was the other one. Yeah, Udinese, that's right. And I think, you know, coming into this uh, Brendan Rodgers era, I wasn't quite sure what the future held for Welsh. And one of the first things that happens is he gets a a fairly uh, good deal from Brendan Rodgers. Then he gets injured. I was worried tonight, though, Ian, throwing him in in a game like this. And I think other than one pass in that first half, he's had a very good first 45. Yeah, you've got to be. You've got to be at a club like Celtic. You know, any professional club, especially a club like Celtic, with the spotlights on you all the time. You've got to be of a level where you're going to come in, and you're going to be of a, of a certain level to be at the club already, mm-hmm. right? So, um, the fact that Brendan's given him a, a contract is great. I think also as well. Hopefully, it's a nod to the fact that well, I don't know whether it's through you know through, through circumstance with injuries, or whether it's actually a, a part of the plan because Brendan has got a track record of sort of bringing young players through. And he did say as well, in terms of the January sort of transfer market, he says, you know, first we'll look within the club, yeah. see if we've got a solution. And if we haven't, then we'll look at externally, which is good. It's good chat. That's good Good to hear. It's what the fringe players are going to want to hear. So the fact that Brendan is is, is by default or by, by design is, is, is giving people a chance, right? He's, he's doing it. So Welsh has got his chance. And look at, we've got a pre, some prime examples, you know, um, Kieran Tierney, none greater than Kieran Tierney, where he he took his chance. He got he got, he got in around the first team, and he, by Joe did he take it? You know, um, so this is this is an example that people have got to have, have got to look to. You've got Callum McGregor in that team, what rate second to none? So the likes of Stephen Welsh and these players who want to try and come and break through, game scales as well. Look at the, look at your teammates. Go to them and ask for them advice. Watch how they how they train. Watch how they apply themselves, and that's how you're going to be a success at a team like Celtic. You've all, all obviously already got this some, something about you if you're at the club. So, um, yeah, I think I think uh, it could be a, a, a good sort of marriage with, with Brendan coming in for Welsh. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. As I say, I think there's been a few uh, issues that have been external to, to Stephen Welsh's performances that have kept him out the side for spells. Um, but coming in tonight, big, big test for him. And I think what's also helped him, though, Kev, I thought Liam Skills had a, an excellent first half. Um, we've been talking to James French about Liam Skills since he broke into the side. Uh, there's been a, a kind of feeling that it's going to come to an end and, you know, Noroski will come in and then Skills will be the sub and all this. But if you come out, particularly at this this kind of level, and you perform like that, you're a first pick. Every single week, you're a first pick. And I know a lot of people are saying, you know, in the comment section, play him left back. That's probably because you think that he's going to be able to transfer that performance that he's having tonight and, and into another area of the park. I'm not so sure. I know that Greg Taylor is a weak link. He is still being targeted tonight. He gave away a silly free kick and he's got a booking. I get all that. Um, but I don't think the answer is to move Scalesy over there. I think Scales has proved himself where he is. We need to strengthen the left-back area in the, in the winter transfer window. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, listen, I'm not sure that Scales will be the, the centre-back at the start of the next season. I don't know if he'll be the centre-back at the start of, after January when we have the winter break and maybe we'll get players back up to fitness. But right now, there's no one that deserves that centre-back jersey more than him. Because he has, he's been fantastic since he came in, and you're, you know, you're right. We've said it. We said it after his first few games. I think after St Johnston, especially, you'd be like, right, he's not cut out for us. Then he plays a couple of games, and you think it'll come to an end, though, because he's he's Liam Scales. He's a half a million pound defender from the League of Ireland. He's Aberdeen level, and he's kept on just proving us wrong week after yeah. week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now he deserves to be in there. And there's no way I would take him and move him to left-back. Because right now, he has been our best and most consistent centre-half this season. We saw last season, or sorry, a couple of seasons back, on the ranch, that he isn't a left-back. And the Shamrock Shadow that's watched him more than any of us when he was over in Ireland will tell you that he's not a left-back. He's a left-centre-back. Yeah. So this whole thing of, uh, isn't it funny when players play in the right position that they play well? Right? So, don't move him, <laughs> keep him there. But yeah. absolutely go and sign a new left-back in, in January because the more I'm watching Greg Taylor, he just, he looks like he's in the wrong movie now. You know, he keeps on wanting to come in and be in, inverted. But I don't think the system that we've got just now is set up for an inverted, an, in, an inverted fullback because none of the midfielders are making the moves that they did last season that would give him the space to be there and give him the angles. He just looks lost. He's still trying to get into the positions, but what he's actually doing, Kevin, is he's blocking the lines. He's actually getting in the road. Whereas in the past, because we had a different kind of uh, formation, uh, that's exactly what he was. He's still getting into these positions. Like I said, second goal against Kelly, he was standing in the number 10 position uh, when we conceded that goal. Listen, we're having a good night tonight. Let's not ruin it by mentioning Kilmarnock, all right? A couple of wee points here um, that I think are caused by the same thing. Double Denham, we're doing well to be ahead, but by God, we are living dangerously. We've also got Peter Waters. Thank God, this is a dead rubber. think I'd have had a heart attack if there was progression on the line. Um, about time we got a bit of luck going our way. I'm on the axe, so I'm Danny Boy. Uh, lucky to be ahead. That defence is a shambles. I think it's because we've opened up a bit. Ian mentioned it earlier. I, I, I do. I think that... We've taken the shackles off a wee bit, and with that comes a wee bit more freedom for the opposition. So we've got to be really, really tight at the back. And uh, I think that, you know, 
we'll see changes in the second half. Uh, I would expect that. I mean, might see some changes at the back. I think Mikey Johnson has been pretty quiet. Um, but again, you've got to consider what your options are on the bench. Let's go and join action. Hopefully, we can get that elusive Champions League win at home tonight. That would be phenomenal. Let's join the action. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. And thank you to Ian Conroy and Kevin McCluskey for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network.